hello and welcome to death to convention the podcast dedicated to learning growing being 100% your authentic fucking self no filters and doing what scares the hell out of you because life's too short for playing small and hiding I'm your host Charlotte Aquarius This podcast is my heartfelt labor of love and wake-up call to all you sleeping giants asking you to stand up, show up, and bet all the cards on you. This world is in need of warriors, change agents, and you, my dear, might be the solution we all need, but not if you don't take that leap of faith. So here's to beginning. Now... Without further ado, let's get to the episode. In this episode, I discuss childhood molestation, what it's like from the inside, and how to navigate tough conversations going forward. Please be mindful that this is not everyone's experience, but it's definitely mine. Just wanted to give you guys another perspective and open dialogue about potential ways to approach this topic. This is a great episode for parents, potential parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, hell, anyone with kids they care about. Aquarius, come here. Okay. I walked up the stairs into my mother's best friend's bedroom and immediately felt the energy. They're sitting on the edge of the bed looking serious, and he's standing at military attention. What just happened? Why is he looking like that, and am I in trouble too? Did Brian touch your wookie-wookie? What? Did Brian touch your pocketbook? Huh? Did Brian touch you down there? I looked to the right at Brian's bored, straight body, and he never even turned his head. Don't look at him. Look at me. Did Brian touch you? I stared at my mom in disbelief while thinking, who told? I paused and looked around the room. He looked So scared. So I held my breath. How do I tell them the truth? That he's been touching me for so long that it feels normal. How do I say? It began one day when I was four or five and almost every morning after that when we spent the night. How do I look them in the face and say he pulled my panties down one day? when I was asleep and put his penis between my butt cheeks. He's been doing stuff like that for years, but I never told anyone. And it's okay, because he cares about me. He wouldn't do that if it didn't mean something, right? Oh yeah, I know I'm nine and he's 14, but we're gonna get married when we grow up. I know this because I'm constantly daydreaming about the wedding, the house, our lives, the kids, our kids. Yep, 
I've seen it all. I like him and I kind of like the way it feels. About the girl he keeps bringing over. I don't understand that either. And it feels awkward and I'm so jealous when she's around because I just don't get it. Why would he do that when he still touches me when we're alone? I just don't understand. How can I say all of that to my mom and her best friend right now? And what do I say when she asks why I didn't tell her? When she's been asking me for years to tell her if someone ever touched me, but I never did. What do I say? I heard myself say, no, he never touched me. Then I watched all three of them exhale, but I still held my breath. I wish I could say it stopped that day, but it didn't. Long story short, he broke my hymen and never touched me again after that. I guess all the blood freaked him out, thank God. And since there was no conversation whatsoever about what happened, I bottled up the situation and went on with my life like nothing ever happened but I carried the scars of shame around my sexuality for decades. To this day, I can't completely understand why I never told the truth. At the time, nothing he did sounded like my mom's warnings. He never touched my vagina, and he was a kid, not an adult. No, she never said adult, but her explanation sure sounded like that to me. Plus, A part of me thought it was normal, something all kids did but didn't tell their parents about. I just couldn't understand why others weren't doing the same thing. Being a shy little girl kept me from making advances on other kids, but I did question what was wrong with them. Were they just unaware of normal kid protocol? It's funny how child logic had me questioning everyone but him. And the sad thing is, I never thought of it as rape or molestation until I was 21 years old. That's when I finally told my mom what happened. She cried like a baby and asked me why I didn't tell her when she asked. And I had no words. I just couldn't explain why. Maybe I was too emotionally invested and didn't want him to get in trouble. Maybe the weight of navigating adult emotions and not completely understanding the gravity of the situation was just too much for a fourth grader to understand. I seriously thought it was okay because I imagined a future with us. I question now if the situation would have been different if my mom would have asked me alone. Would I have confessed if she would have told me how they actually found out? He bragged about touching me to his friend. And his friend was so disturbed that he told his mom, who in turn told ours. Would that have made a difference? Would it have made it easier for me to say something? 
I just don't know. No one ever talked about child-on-child molestation and what that looks like when I was a kid. Hell, I'm not even sure if my mom even considered that as an option. But now I wish she would have. And I'm not sure if it would have made a difference. When I think about my childhood, there were so many blurred lines around sex, sexuality, in that situation. Even today, I can't clearly label what happened to me. Some have argued and said, it's not molestation because there was no penetration. But he broke my hymen. And is penetration necessary for it to negatively impact the child? Because I clearly know how it made me feel inside. Like, it was okay to not speak up for myself, and it was okay to sneak around. I won't lie, navigating tough adult emotions as a child was hard. And trying to understand being a side chick at nine was even worse. But nothing was as bad as the shame I held for decades over liking the feeling of being fondled and touched by him. That, paired with the shame women naturally feel around their sexuality, made it really difficult to have healthy relationships. My heightened sense of protection and inability to appropriately identify real threats placed me in a lot of precarious situations. Hell, let me not lie. Just last week, I had a hard time thwarting feelings of shame around not reciprocating unwanted sexual advances. Don't you like them? Aren't you attracted to them? And aren't you interested? Yeah. But why are those questions even a factor, especially when they're related to being disrespected? As a society, we've got to do better with labeling offense and setting clear boundaries around what's acceptable and how we want to be treated moving forward. In retrospect, regarding my childhood, I can't help but be grateful for divine intervention because it could have been much worse. But that still doesn't lessen the blow of what happened to me. Parents, please take the time to talk to your kids about sex. And don't brush over, demonize, or matter-of-fact the topic because your words could be the difference between future protection or not. They may already understand more than you think, and they may be too afraid to tell you what they know because there's so much shame around sex, especially for females in our society. Talk to them about what healthy relationship dynamics look like, setting boundaries, when to know when a boundary has been crossed, gaslighting, and more. Teach your kids because no matter what you believe, they're paying close attention. Yes, even to the parts you think they're oblivious of. Well, that's all I have for today, guys. I never anticipated having this conversation, but a recent situation brought up a lot of wounds and 
this situation. So I thought it was the perfect opportunity to have this conversation. A lot of times we have situations that break us down and we never heal from them. We end up carrying and storing a bunch of wounds, which prevents us from living life fully. And I just wanted to take the time to open up dialogue about having this type of conversation with not only our kids, but ourselves and identifying exactly what parameters we need to have in place for our lives going forward. You know, because only when we do those types of things can we expect massive healing of not only ourselves, but the collective. So as I stated, I hope you guys begin to have these kinds of conversations with yourselves, your friends and your kids. Until next time, take care, guys. Yours truly, Charlotte Aquarius. (laughs) Hey. If you like this episode, subscribe to my podcast, write a review, and please share it with your friends. Sharing is caring, and growth (laughs) is so much better with others. And hey, if you want to support me monetarily, visit my website, charlotteaquarius.com, and buy some merch. Take care, guys.